Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes, but like not those kind of adult themes, unfortunately. Just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warning for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. A softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Previously on Romancing the Dungeon. You're going to have to get Dahlia to face the truth. Dahlia? We're done. It's not gonna work out, babe. You made me fall in love with you. It's Dahlia the first night you saw her, and she's standing there kind of awkwardly. I saw you over here, and I thought you looked really cool, and I wanted to come chat. I, um, I really like you. I think you're pretty great. The four of you see in the reflection on the the glass, Dahlia is, cries a little bit. You're getting to the heart of it. You only need two more. Yeah, I just don't know if I trust the hag who's tried to kill me multiple times. You involved yourself. You were trying to kill Dahlia. At Kyle's behest. Are you lonely? Miserable or just really fucking horny? Well, you've taken the first steps to solving your problems, at least your dating ones. Welcome to D8, devoted, desired, dreamier, dirty, dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Gravers, founder, CEO, and love wizard. And my children's book has gone tits up. So guess what? I'm releasing a new range of adult toys, gelatinous lights. Rods of vibration, potions of oozes, slimes, and lubricants. Get your rocks off solo. Anyway, got any kinks? Honestly, at the moment I do because I put my hair into plaits, so then when I take it out, yeah, I do have quite a quite a few kinks. I'm gonna start charging you double. <laughs> kinks. You know, like ropes. Oh, I candles. Yeah, yeah. Ice. Oh yeah, I'm proficient in all of these. Paddles. We did a class on that in the academy. <laughs> I've got that tingle. <laughs> Roz, it would be easier to list things I'm not into. Go. No, that's actually really hard. You can see me? <laughs> uh, uh, quite a personal question, really. Um, I like it when uh, sort of the, the woman just sort of tugs on my nipples. <laughs> I was waiting for like some clever vampire stuff, like ooh, biting and like no, 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 just nipple play. No. Give me nipple. Pull my tits. <laughs> There's nothing. Ross has nothing for that. <laughs> um. 
you are racing towards the, the torchlight that's flickering in the distance, Heffy the Unicorn, with Fia the Rabbit Weasel, AJ the Flying Squirrel, and Nate the Slime Ball, but Ivan on your back, you heard Dahlia reluctant, frightened, calling out to Eve that she was frightened, she was she didn't want to do this. You don't know where you are, you don't recognize it, and as you draw closer to the, the torchlight, you see the, the walls are lit up a little bit more, and you can see these really old markings. Pictures. The corridor you're in comes to an abrupt end, and there is just a stone door in front of you. The torch has lit it. You can see where it has scratched the ground. There's no obvious way through. All right, rats. Can you, like, get under or around? Is there, like, a a space? Can I check around it? Give me an investigation check. 19. There is a narrow little gap uh, at the base of the door that you or AJ could squeeze through. Yeah. I just start going through it. Are you going to go through it as well, Uzi? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I have, I, li- I literally have a, a, a feature that's, like, anything that's, like, sort of one inch I can Shit. get right into. Professor, you're Fia's best friend, right? I don't know. I don't think I get to make that decision for her. Cool. Um, but you know her. Yeah. Do you think she thinks I'm shit? No. <laughs> Do you mean now as in as a rodent? Or? No, I mean, knowing what I did, like, I, I could lie to myself and say I was only following orders and then and then the lying i i didn't mean to lie i honestly i thought i told them it's just we had an awkward moment the other day and then i think i said something wrong i don't know um and ever since then it's like i thought we were getting along and i was actually gonna ask her to the king's birthday but i but honestly i think if i did she'd say no um look aj fia also is not perfect crazy i know i know she's friends with me you saw that maybe not as bad as killing a village and she's still friends with me she doesn't judge that hard when you try so keep trying ask her to the dance and avesta yeah with all this right back at you Ask her to the dance? No, I mean, with the Dahlia stuff. You're really hard on yourself. Uh, yeah, well. On the other side of the door, Ivan and Fia, you have squeezed your way through. You don't immediately see any way to get the door to open on this side, but from here you see that the corridor takes a sharp right, and kind of peering around the corner you see that it opens up, and there are steps down. Wherever they lead to, there is an intense heat coming from it, and you can see the flickering of shadows cast by firelight. I kind of want to focus on the door to get Hephaestus through, so I want to kind of look around to see if there is a latch or some sort of lever or something. Give me an investigation check. Okay. I'm going to slop towards the heat. <laughs> Natural 20. Ooh. Ivan, you see that Fia is fidgeting with the door. You, you feel the heat, you see the shadows and the light moving, you can hear a whisper. And for a moment, it's that, do I recognize that voice? A sensation 
builds inside you an apprehension, a fear. And you ooze around the corner as Fia, you are kind of like sketching out the door. You're uh, hopping up the door frame to try and get something to see if there's anything. And you do, you can see that where the door slides in, there is like a mechanism just in there. And it's that thing of like you're kind of squeezing your little weaselly paw through, trying to reach for it, trying to like get it. Uh, and it's something, it's so close. You can see where it is and you're just reaching for it. Ivan, I think I found it. Mm. Can you help? Shh, I'm, I'm listening. I can get the door open. Shut up. Take the deal, Dahlia, and I will grant you the power to save her, to make Hephaestus yours, to have her, to own her. The voice, as you draw closer, it's louder. And as you peer down over, give me a perception check. Is a 10 minus 5? <laughs> Five. <laughs> What's going on? You you can't really see anything from down here. As an ooze, you'd have to go closer. You hear Fia saying she's found a way. She needs help. But you recognize the voice. I'm gonna go towards the voice. I've, I've almost got it. Just. Yeah, it's that thing, it's like your claw are just kind of around the, the spring mechanism. Your fur is like squeezed back and so is like the little muscle and the fat and it's all just kind of munched up around the side of your face. Ivan, you slide closer, down the first step, down the second step. And as you do, you start to feel this intense pressure, this presence. And you can feel your heart pounding in, in your throat. You can hear it like a drum bashing inside your head. Make the deal. Take the power. Find her. Save her. Love her. And as you draw closer, Fia, your hand finds the spring. You pull it. It triggers. And you pull your hand back. You pull your little weasley arm back just in time as the door just like swings open. And you see... What does AJ and Heffy look like right now? So I'm staring straight ahead and he's just saying on like the tip of my nose and I'm just like cross-eyed down at him and I'm just like, stop being such a fucking idiot about it, okay? Okay, thank you. Yeah, no, I am really appreciate that. The door opens. I got it. Come on, come on. Ivan, I got... And I look around for Ivan. He's not there. I just grab Fia by the scruff and start bolting down. you chomp down. Ah. You definitely need to get a rabies check. (laughs) (laughs) Put it in your mouth now. (laughs) Yeah, Pia, you are scooped up. You're going to move down that corridor. Mm-hmm. Ivan, you've drawn close enough to see that there are... You see Dahlia. That's the one that Fester won't shut up about, and that's the one that you, you've been traipsing around through these memories and dreams for. There's three other people here. A heavy set woman in a blood-red sequins gown with far too much makeup on. She's holding Dahlia by the wrist, Across from them is a rather slender, taut, sharp-looking gentleman. Very accentuated facial features that seem to be sort of drawn on in a very tight, form-fitting, pinstripe suit. Their hands resting on the top of a cane, staring rather intently at the young woman. Set 
between them all on the other side of a huge burning brazier. You see a figure completely hooded. And behind you, I, you feel a presence. Like a presence as in something that's happening in the scene or a presence that's here with me? Something here with you. I sort of turn my focus as a blob because I don't know if I actually have a face, but I sort of turn that focus back towards the thing. You can see a unicorn and a squirrel and a weasel kind of at the top of the stairs looking down, or these large steps. But it's not them. There's something between them and you, and it looms towards you. Such potential. Wasted. Poor Ivan. Of the Forgotten Vale. Lost. Unbound. To the corpse. Of a dead hack. Oh, I had such hopes for you. So close. And now you traipse through the memories of a half-dead girl. For what? For love. For Adana. Do I recognize the voice? It's the... voice that spoke to you all that time ago that promised you absolute power. All of it that you needed to find your Hadana. Asmodian. The wisest of the wise. What are you doing here? I am a whisper in a memory. Watching and waiting. I'll be seeing you very soon. Ivan. And if you thought the destruction I wrought upon the Forgotten Vale was hurtful, I will render this world to ash. I will tear your beloved from the heavens, and I will let you watch as I drain all of the power from her. I may stand before you a pathetic ooze. You speak of the pain that you will inflict on me, but nothing would hurt like knowing the woman you loved left you for that pathetic ooze. I look forward to our next meeting. Take inspiration. Yes! You stare at it. And it is like looking at smoke or haze. There's a form there, but it's nothing established. You bite back and it just drifts into the darkness. The presence, the pressure dissipates. And you just hear, all of you hear, do it, Dahlia, sweetheart. For me, please. Adam rolls his eyes 
and the woman in robes steps up. Present your hand. Dahlia looks reluctantly at Eve. Eve gives her a reassuring little nod. And if I do this, Hephaestus will be mine? And Eve nods. Adam smothers a laugh. And the figure in robes snatches her hand and pulls it across the flames in the brazier. And Dahlia winces in pain. And then she looks at her hand and all up along the left side there are just thorns that seep under the skin like ink. I feel it. He's given me the power. Oh, fuck love. Dahlia just smiles. Pink and black flames just erupt around the edges of her hands. The room illuminates and a long shadow is cast up a long column that quickly rapidly like a viper coils down and between Ivan Hephaestus and her animal pals the shadow demon forms its shape is it's more established but it's not as tall still quite broad the horns are gone but it's still a shadow roll for initiative 16 15 15 19. So we're going to, again, just as a reminder, with a shared uh, initiative roll on a 15, you can decide who's going to go first. Ivan, yeah, you see this shadow take its form. You see the young girl make the pact, but your mind is now fixed on the creature between you and your friends. I'll move my full 10 feet towards it. Am I within reach of an attack? Yes. You yes. Are, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I will, I will make a, a, an attack. Pseudopod attack. That is a... 18 to hit. That hits. 5 bludgeoning damage and 6 acid damage. Just an oozy tendril just flicks out of you and kind of wraps the creature on the back of the head. It turns back and scowls. Oh, you know that face. That's a Festus scowl. But then it's just a shadow again. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to move up beside Ivan and attack it as well. Well, you'll be on, Ivan will be on the opposite side of it if you want to move towards Ivan. You, you'll have flanking on it, so you'll still get your okay, okay. That's advantage on it. Yeah. 15 to hit. 15 hits. 11 piercing and 6 poison. Again, it's the same thing as before when you attacked the thing in Hephaestus' apartment. You chomp down, it's like biting at paper. It recoils a little bit, but it's uh, it's still sort of between the both of you. AJ and Hephaestus, who's going... Work away. I'm going to use my defender bonus action to move towards a creature that's hostile to an ally, so the shadow creature. Yep. And I'm going to use my tail attack. So another leap through the air. Ooh, 15. Hits. But I need you to make a 13. Doesn't say what. Make a 13. Um. <laughs> <laughs> or be not prone. I'd imagine con. So how much damage did you do? Oh, sorry. Uh, just five. You run up to the tip of Hephaestus' horn. You glide some of the way down. Uh, and with that momentum, you flip as you kind of close off your little gliders uh, into a barrel roll. The full weight of your tail coming straight down. You bash the creature, your tail passes through him. It is not notch prone. Hephaestus. How far is it from me? About 15 feet. So I'm going to use my bulldoze, baby. So I'm going to back up five feet. Okay. And then I'm just going to like straight at him horn first. So if I do that, it gives me an extra nine damage. So it's going to be a horn attack. That was a natural one. 
you take a kind of a, couple of, a, a good few steps back, your rear back, and you charge straight at him horn first. And it's that thing of, you're like, ah, God, oh God, this is so easy. As the pink light around Dahlia kind of illuminates her, you watch as the shadows dissipate. And just for the briefest of moments, you see on her face as she vanishes. She's worried. And there's a shard at the bottom. You, it's like, oh, wait, what? And you're already on top of the, the monster. And you're like, oh, yeah, I was going to... But it's going to take a swipe at you with its claws for a nine to hit. No. Yep. Uh, it's that, oh, no. And you kind of, you have to kind of throw yourself to one side to avoid its claws uh, as it swipes at you. It is its action. 15 to hit you, Hephaestus. Yes. It is 11 psychic damage. Its claws just cleave straight at you. You feel it on you, but the pain courses through you, and we flash out into the ICU, room one, and Hephaestus' body just convulses. Um, I have a hot body. Don't so... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so if anything takes a melee hit against me within five feet, it takes... It says nine. It also says two d eight. You can roll. You can either take the nine or you can roll the two d eight. We're gonna roll for four damage. I make good decisions. It recoils uh, as it just. It's there's like a backlash from you, and it's it's now kind of caught between Ivan, Fia, and AJ on one side, and you off to the left of it. The four of you have surrounded this shadow demon. It is Ivan. Uh, I attack again. 13 to hit. Meets it, beats it. Ooh. So that is four acid damage and 13 bludgeoning damage. Five finger-like tendrils just kind of whip out of the ooze, and each one of them lashes out at the shadow. You see it kind of fall forward. Ivan, as you hit it, its form takes on that of Hephaestus. It is fear. Biting it again. Okay, so that was a 13 to hit. Mm-hmm. It is 14 piercing damage and three poison, but it doesn't yep. matter. Um, again, Fia, you, as it twists up, you're like, oh yeah, bite it. And you chomp down where it's kind of, its mass is coiled in the center and you pull at shadows. Your mouth tastes like moths. Hephaestus and AJ. You want to double team it and row at the same time? Ooh. Wait, wait, before we attack at the same time... <laughs> Are we on different sides of it, or did it angle itself so that we're all kind of... No, it's, it angled itself to try and get a look, so it's that thing that it can spin to hit any of you now. Sorry, I'm just trying to decide how much she has grown, and how much she still just reacts without thinking. Yeah, let's go. She's going to burn in hands. Four. 18 to hit, and 11 piercing damage. Hephaestus, you can't get you can't get what you saw. You can't get the the image of Dahlia making the deal. You recognized Eve, you recognized Adam. Who was that other person? What were those markings on her? Is that like Hadana's mark on your back? Is that... There's so many questions and you, you keep looking at the shard. You can use your movement speed to pick it up if you wish. Yeah, when that fails, when it's just yeah. like a little... Yeah, it is. It's just kind of like flames rush and nothing happens. It's like a lighter, like someone tried to flick and you all see sparks at the end of Hephaestus, or Hephi the Unicorn's horn, and the sparks do nothing. It's like a little fizz, and and then you run down to the brazier where you see the shard. At that same moment, AJ, you, you're hitting with the tail. Uh, bite. Bite, yeah. Uh, 
you saw Fia bite it, you'll bite it too. And you bite down, you're like, oh, it tastes like dust. It is going to attack you, Ivan. And if you've picked up the shard... I'm going to use my defender, but yep. I can use bonus action to nimble escape. Uh, so instead of going away, I'm going to go up. I'm going to uh, leap into the air and sort of parachute down next round. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you just boop, straight upwards, and it is like... And you're now gliding, or like slow falling. Uh, take 10 psychic damage, Ivan. I will, and as a reaction, I'm going to split and become two of me. Nice. I forgot I did that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? It's exactly 10 I needed. <laughs> it was exactly 10 I needed. It was like, like, it's like lightning damage or slashing damage does it to you, or if you get 10. Nice. <laughs> Is that dust or justice? I'm <laughs> justice. <laughs> Uh, there's now two Ivan the slime balls, or Nate the slime balls, Brilliant. where there was one as the claws come down. The pain courses through you, and it's that thing, Ivan, where you feel the energy and the, the turmoil and the decision, all that decision, and that stupid young girl making the exact same mistake. How many people has Asmodian corrupted? How many people has he made this deal with? And it's just the guilt that hits you. And then there's a smaller you next to you. And it is your actions. Both of me is is gonna attack it. Are both mini use the same strength? Yeah, they. Oh my yeah. god! One is eleven, and the other one is fifteen. So the fifteen will hit the eleven. Does not. So that is twelve bludgeoning damage and four acid damage. Both now move up, and both Ivan Nate the slime balls a, a little kind of like hammer and a mace form uh, from the ooze tentacle and they just wail uh, on the shadow. Ivan, you were seeing like Hephaestus somewhat in its shape. It's now beginning to lose itself. In the center at its heart where the shadows are kind of falling away you can see a glint of something inside. Uh, yeah. Biting, biting, biting. Uh, for a ten. No. Ten does not hit. Yeah. As it's taking damage, there's less of it. So you bite that kind of air. Hephaesta and AJ. I'm just kind of pinballing around the room, up and down, biting and, and leaping. So you, you. <laughs> um, Okay, so I've run down and grabbed the shard. And I'm just going to turn back around and go to bulldoze it again. Yay, 17. That hits. Uh, so that's with 6 plus 9 is 15 damage kind of snagging the shard and kind of like, again, just picking it up with your teeth. Yeah. You race back up the steps and as we have established, it's easier for you to run up, up than it is than, down. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gravity works against you going down. It's yeah, as a unicorn, yes. specifically. You barrel straight into the shadow and it illuminates and you find yourself, all of you, back in the apartment and another shard falls and hits the floor. We see the apartment in pristine condition it's like when you first got here it's strange it's this isn't the this isn't Hephaestus apartment Hephaestus apartment is a state it's a it's a disaster it's a hazard zone but this this is pristine and coming from the corridor where you had all wandered down you see Dahlia with a very very simple blue dress her hair has kind of grown out a little you can still see kind of little little strands of where the 
pink is still there, but it's returning to its natural color. And she's smiling. And she kind of gives the countertop kind of a, a quick wipe with a small cloth. And she moves towards the, the bed. And she looks around. And she takes something from a small little bag on her side. And she puts it on a bedside locker. And it's a little heart-shaped frame. But it's not complete. And she doesn't seem to notice, but the four of you see a little piece of a festa and a little piece of Dahlia. That's enough. Five is enough. Take the frame and come find me. I just kind of look around at the guys. Let's, let's get out of here as quick as we can. Get the frame. We, we, we need to get out of here. There, this is much more dangerous than I had first assumed. Osmodian the Wise is wrapped up in this. Dahlia's made a deal. Has the Dahlia that was walking around, has she left, disappeared, or is she still kind of milling about? It's that she's kind of just looking down at the, uh, the frame. I'm just staring at the back of her kind of wistfully, and as Ivan says that, I just go, Oh, yeah, no, I know. You, you know? Do you know who Osmodian is? Uh, Do you understand what kind of danger we're in? Yeah, but, I mean, we, like, ripped his heart out already, so you can't be that bad, right? You think you ripped his heart out? I mean, I guess I wasn't conscious for it, but that's what Fia told me. We did fight him once. I don't think that was fully him, though. This is a fantasy. We are existing in the mind of a broken girl. Take the frame. That is all we need. We can get out of here. And you see in the window, you still see castles follow. The doorway to Festus' apartment is open and you can hear and you can hear the music from Club Karma. You can smell the sweat and the smoke. Down the corridor where you saw this Dahlia, you see the corridor close off and it's the bathroom again. Behind you all, Morag points, take the door behind you. It will lead you to where we last met. Take the frame. There is no more time for deliberation. I want out. All right, all right, all right. I walk up sort of next to Dahlia. Forget her. She is broken. And I look at her. She is useless. I just give her like a little affectionate like, nudge and then grab the, the frame from in front of her and start walking toward the other door. I love you, Hephaestus. I'm not even here. Come home soon. And she kisses her fingers and she presses them against your picture in the frame. I just kind of shake it off and like nod my head toward the door and just say, come on, guys. You reach for the door as you do it opens 
and you see that open courtyard. You see the cherub statue, pieces, the cobble street, the window fronts of the restaurants and shops. You can feel the cold. There's a biting cold in Galeshire. And it kind of rushes out at you. I look back once more, just to double check. Are we... Is this the path we all want to take? I'll follow you. If you want to get more pieces, we can get more pieces. If this is enough, we can end this. I don't think there'll ever be enough to... fix this. I step through. You move through the door. The other is on your back. And as you step through, it slams violently behind you. And the four of you revert to your selves. The four of you find yourselves... AJ, you recognize it. It's a district uh, on the western side of Galeshire. Uh, socialites like to hang out and gather. Festa, you recognize it as the place where you were cornered by mm. Morag. And as the four of you kind of gather your bearings, there's just a... <laughs> oh. oh, it feels... So good. And there's a sickening crack as Morag just slinks from a shadow down an alleyway. You have the pieces. Yes. Put them on the ground. I swear to God, if you do anything, I gently place them on the ground. I promise you, Festa, this is all just a bad dream. Smash pieces. It will break any illusion she has. Any hope she has. Any hope of us? Rekindling. Star-crossed lovers. Oh, poor young girl. I get it. That's enough. I take a deep breath and I just kind of... I glance at the others. I'm not really looking for approval, but just to make sure they're still there. And one by one, I just stomp on them. I told you, Dahlia. She doesn't care. And the alleyway behind Morag lights up. It's pink flames. Nothing. I meant nothing to you. I'm just trying to get all of us out of here. You are trying to get yourself out of here, Festa. You are trying to get away from me. I'm trying to bring you with me. You're a liar. You're a hateful, twisted monster. I should have ended you. It's over, Hephaestus. Time to die. (laughs) We're not on the material plane, AJ. And Morag just takes a sidestep. She swings the bag off her shoulder, plunges her hands into it, and dust and shadows are drawn from it. And around them, and around all of you, it swirls, and you can hear glass smashing 
rubble and everything thrown into the air and you find yourself kind of holding on trying to grip as the air just pulls at you. Between Dahlia and Morag, the forms of King Dreyfus, Counts follow, and Hod manifest. Nightmares made real. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh my so god. many rolls to do. Me. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Hod. Dreyfus. Told you you should have killed the king. I will True. <laughs> so, uh, Fia. Ten. AJ. Seven. <laughs> uh, Twelve. Okay. Five. Uh, so, we have Morag, Dahlia, Fia, Festa, Dreyfus, AJ, Hod. Wait, why is Fia? Wait, 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 I'm not. Other way around. Festa, oh. Fia. I got 12. Oh, you got 12. She got 10. Oh, sorry, I mixed it up. So it's Hod at 6, and then Ivan on a 5. Okay, Morag. Are we missing us, follow? We are missing us. God damn, damn it, it. why did you open your mouth? <laughs> I didn't roll for him. Thanks for reminding me, everybody. Aw, <gasps> uh, I love you guys. That was 4 on 4, it was perfect. Now you've ruined it. Yep. Um, Swallow is going first. Oh, great. Uh, and he lunges at you, Ivan. He draws a rapier. And just plunges at you with it, the point first uh, for a 21 to hit. And that is 11 piercing damage. As he drives it, uh, the, the rapier into you, he lunges forward with his teeth for a bite. And that is 16 to hit. Uh, nope. As his rapier cuts and slices into you, you know him. You know what he would do. It's what you would do. And now that he's on you, he lunges for a bite and you whip away. Morag whips very low and down. And just at the tips of her fingers, three blades of light form and shoot straight out as she casts magic missile. One at Avesta, one at AJ, and one at Fia. Okay. Reaction shield. Okay. Both of you take three damage. And AJ, it is a thing of you see it and immediately a shield just conjures up around you as you see Festa and Fia struck by blades of light. It is... Can I react as well? Yep. Shit. So I'm going to spend a sorcery point to use Bleeding Love, which as a reaction, I get to roll a d6 and cause her to have some kind of emotional condition. This might be banned for all of us. (laughs) She is taunted. That's probably not great. (laughs) Well, it is. For everybody else but you, <laughs> as she now, her whole body just turns on you, Festa, and you see murderous rage in her eyes. Let's go, bitch. Yeah, she's fixed on you. And so is Dahlia, who fires a blast of eldritch, eldritch magic at you. Sorry, that was a weird way of saying it. Does an 11 hit? No. Dahlia kind of contort her hands around, concentrate on a ball of eldritch energy. You see it. It's your move. It's, it's that flourish. Standard. And as it just blasts out from her hands, you're able to like just kind of sidestep as it smashes in through the shop front of a hat maker. This is all your fault. It's best with you. I just kind of throw my hands up and I go, I know, I know. And I turn towards Morag, blast her with a burning hand. I'm going to roll another one for my people because we're yep. not going to forget those this yes. time um so she needs to every creature in a 15 foot cone has to make a dexterity saving throw so you could you will definitely you catch 
Hard so, Dreyfus yeah. and so Morag. So I'm aiming Morag and then... Yes, the spray from that, because they haven't moved yet. The only one to move out of that space would be... And if you're not trying to hit Dahlia... No. You, yeah, you can concentrate Ideally. on those three. So they all have to make deck saves. Yes. That's a nat 20 for Dreyfus. I'm going to take that roll, which is a 5 for Hod. Plus 1 is 6. That is a dirty 20 for Morag. Okay. So Morag and Dreyfus have passed. Hod has not. Okay, so it's 14 damage for the failures for Hod. Okay. The others, so 7 for the others. And then I want to spend two sorcery points to attack again. It's, as soon as that flame leaves my hands, I'm just going to throw my hands out again and again, centered on Morag, Cloud of Daggers. So that just happens, and when she starts her next turn, she takes 64 slashing damage. And what's the range on the Cloud of Daggers? Five foot Five foot, cube. Okay. okay, perfect. So it is literally in her space. Yeah. Yeah, it's that thing you all see as just this maelstrom of fire. Golden flames just erupt from Hephaestus' hands and barrel out of her in a cone. Hod, Dreyfus, and Morag are engulfed. Morag and Dreyfus seem to have been able to avoid the brunt of it, whereas Hod is lit up. He is unflinching. He is unaware or unfazed by the fire. But you can see that like his hair, his clothes have all caught. His flesh is singed. At that same moment, Hephaestus whips her hands up over her head. And where there were flames, there are now blades all wrapped around where Morag stands. And you see the hag just reach out and just prick a finger against the blade. Parlatrix. Yeah. So how far, sorry, to stop, how far away are we from them? It's like like a line face off. Yeah, it is that like western, like you're on one side there on the other. There's four of you, there's five of them. And the distance between? 15 feet. Okay, so I'm going to bonus action manifest my echo 15 feet ahead of me, right in front of Hod, with my rapier and my dagger. So I'm going to do two attacks against him. <laughs> the rapier is a 14 and the dagger is, dagger probably hits as a 24. Both hit, yeah. Okay, so that is 16 damage total. Yeah, it's that like the, the rush, the what's going on, what's happening, and then there isn't even time to think about it. As you saw, all these nightmares just erupt from the bag on Morag's side, one of which is Hod, and if he's anything like what you encountered in your nightmare, mm. the echo just appears right in front of you. There's just this flurry of smoke from you, and standing as if the smoke ran from you in front of him, there is your Echo Knight. She draws her rapier, she draws her dagger, she stabs him with the rapier right into the belly, and then she drives the dagger into his neck. Okay. Um, I'm going to unleash incarnation to do that again. Shit, I should have thrown more shit at you all. <laughs> so I got a 23 on the rapier and a natural 20 on the dagger. Okay, so a, a nat 20 on the dagger? Yes. So the base of the dagger is a d4? D4 plus so that's 4. 4 plus whatever you rolled? 6. So 10 on the dagger... And then I got 12 on the rapier. Okay. The echo of Fia, just the dagger and the rapier are pulled out and she spins quicker than anything you've ever seen before. The blades in her hands just slice and cut straight into Hod. He's staring past the echo knight, Fia, at you. AJ. You said that near Hephaestus, the window of a hat shop was smashed. Behind you. Behind us, yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to use my movement to try dive into that storefront. As I'm running, though, I'm going to try telepathically link with Morag just to double check and go, Hey, Morag, so I assumed the deal was that you'd get us out of here, but seeing as you're not doing that, deal's off, we're good to fight. All's fair in love war, Agilius. Cool, just checking. And as I dive through, I'm going to take my bow off my back, arrows out, and try to, like, slide and fire at Morag. Either of these hit, I'm going to do a little grasping arrow. 15 or 22. Uh, the 22 hits. 11 piercing damage, but then another 7 poison damage as vines wrap around her and reduce her movement to 10 feet. How much poison? Uh, 7. You run, you fix your eyes on Morag, you speak to her, the connection is very loud and clear. And as you throw yourself through the smashed window of the millinery, bow and arrow in hand, you fire, letting a shot off. She looks up just to see it in time as it slices through her left cheek. And immediately, thorns and vines just erupt out of the, the wood of the arrow and wrap and slash and stick at her. Oh, sorry. I missed with one shot. So I'm going to use curving shot on that missed shot to curve it around to King Drinks. A 13 does not hit. Uh, it comes right around and uh, without flinching he just holds up a shield and the arrow breaks against it uh, his eyes are locked on you Agelius and shield in one hand a spear in the other he just bashes them together I order you to stand down Agelius I dive behind the storefront uh, obeying that order the rules of cover I make the shot at a disadvantage. If it's full cover, you can't make a shot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's gonna... Fuck. He's, yeah, he's gonna barrel past the line uh, after you. I would say Fia gets an opportunity to attack against him. Right, so... Uh, so that is a 24 to hit. You hear the banging of, of his spear against his shield, Fia, and you see him run after AJ. I mean, he ignores you. Uh, as he just charges straight through. You drop very, very low into a crouch, and with your rapier, you slice into his leg, leaving a deep wound for damage. Eight damage. Eight damage. Hod is going to hit your Echo Knight. That's right. Uh, Dry possessed to use all his movement to get you, AJ. He's not going to be able to... If he can't see you, he can't throw. Um, that is a 17 to hit the no. Echo Knight. He slams down and the Echo Knight, just the smoke in a flurry, just sort of dissipates as she moves slightly off centre uh, and then reforms in front of him again. It's Ivan. I take my rapier and uh, ready thunderous smite and I do both two attacks on Svalo. So, ooh, Jesus. So I have a 27 and a 26 to hit. That is 9 plus 8 is 17. Thunderous smite is another 4. And then I'm going to use Divine Smite on both of those attacks, so I get to roll another 4d8. Another 18. Uh-huh. Oh, and he has to do a, a saving throw of strength of 15, or be knocked back. Oh, he gets knocked back 10 feet away, and he's knocked prone. <laughs> That's an 8. Oh no. His rapier plunged into your belly. Ivan, you reach for your rapier, and as you do, it's that thing of, you're getting out of here... You are doing right by love. You are going to find Hadana. You are going to make this right. And if you can, you are going to save that girl. Mm-hmm. And your eyes lock on Dahlia. She is a victim 
in the way that Ivan of the Forgotten Veil vale was a victim, somebody who at their lowest was manipulated, and all that magic, all that energy, all that righteous fury, you channel it into your rapier, and as you do, it just explodes with a clap of thunder, and you swipe at Swallow. There's a moment where, as your blade connects with him, with this creature, with this nightmare, you just feel Adana's hand in yours. And you drive the rapier into his chest, and he is sent spiraling backwards, kind of thrown off his feet and onto the ground, knocked prone. Swallow gets up uh, and just kind of rolls his head and neck. Wait, was any of that radiant damage? Dead. <laughs> no, I'm not dead. Shut up. <laughs> Little bit dead? Shut up, I'm not dead. <laughs> Fuck, I'm an idiot. I should have <laughs> looked at that. I mean, I'm a paladin. I mean, what were you expecting? <laughs> For you to phone it in? Swallow. <laughs> uh, what is this? Every other episode? Swallow <laughs> stands up and just kind of dusts himself off. And he looks kind of at the wound uh, on his chest. And there's an expectation for it to heal. And blood, just the thick, rotten blood just seeps out of the wound. It doesn't heal. And he smiles and he lunges at you again. An 11 does not hit. Nope. Ivan, you step back. You feel Hadana's arms around you, almost like pulling you backwards. And it's that thing of you weave out of one side and then kind of half drop back as he slashes. You know him. You were him. And he is nothing. He is a shadow of the man you are Morag. Shit, damage. Yeah, uh, she's, yeah. Um, what's the damage on the old clouded dagger crap? Nine. She's taunted as well, isn't she? I mean, it depends on how long you want that to last, because I'd be happy if it was over. She's taunted. Uh, <laughs> she, her eyes are still locked on you, and she just, again, her, her left arm extends outwards, and just a cracked fingernail pointed straight at you, as she casts Ray of Enfeeblement. That's a 19 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Am I still in five feet of Vesta or no? Yes, you're beside each other. I'm going to intercept the damage, whatever it is anyway. There is no damage. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Um, Are you still intercepting, baby? Yes. Okay. Oh, Which one fucking do it for me? So it's that immediate thing. She's a weak baby. Even if your AC was higher than 19, you would still take the brunt of this because you're... Yeah. uh, You see, Fia, your eyes kind of fix on where Morag's pointing and you see that she's locked on Hephaestus. And just as this tendril of black light just erupts from the point of her finger, you throw yourself in front of her as it hits you and you feel just the energy in your body seep and the pain in your muscles. So the target deals only half damage with weapon attacks okay. that use strength until the spell ends. Declan, uh, I have a rules question. Oh, crap. Grasping arrow uh, does damage when the target moves one foot or more. Mm-hmm. It seems like such a bizarre same space at yeah. the moment that I imagine moving a hand. Her yeah. hand's about a foot long, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just Title to your exams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> she does <laughs> five piercing damage as she tears through my thorns. We, have, we all have thorns here. At the end of your turn, Fia, you can make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, otherwise it lasts a minute, but it is concentration. A little con check for that five piercing damage. <laughs> Seven. Uh, well, that probably does it, right? Yeah, you have to beat the nap damage done. Oh. Oh, yeah. is yeah, that I it? Think so. yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. 
Hey. Ah, mm-hmm. why did anybody cheer for that? Uh, it was your uh, face. Your face looked like face. it was a one. <laughs> it's just a game set. <laughs> That's only funny when I do it. Against <laughs> uh, Dahlia kind of moves further out of the alleyway now, and she's kind of joined the lineup of Hod and Morag. And as she does, she saunters through, and again, fixed on you, she holds her hands up. Leave Hephaestus to last. Let her watch as her friends rot in front of her. And she casts Sickening Radiance with a range of 120 feet. As she holds her hands up where there was pink flames, there's now just a small wisp of a green flame between her and she blows it from her hands right to a fixed point between everybody. Where via Hephaestus and Ivan stand. There's just a sliver where herself, Hod, and Morag are saving them from the light. No, she's not going to take any bonus actions. Nope, that's fine. Uh, Yeah, Uh, it is Hephaestus. Make a con save, please. Uh, If people are within 10 feet of me, they get a plus three to their save. 25 pass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, it does. You feel just this sickling energy just pulse through. It's like being stuck in a swamp and the heat and the drain of it. But, Hephaestus, you shrug it off. It, it is your action. I'm going to turn to Dahlia and just go, I'm not fighting you, Dahlia, so do whatever you want. I don't care. And I turn towards Dreyfus. Is he within 30 feet? He is, yeah. He's behind you because he's made his way towards AJ in the hat shop, which is a sentence I've had to say. (laughs) I'm going to cast Suggestion at the Wisdom Save 14. That's an 18. Well, 17 plus 1. Shit. You channel the magic, it gets caught in the air, and you will it towards Dreyfus, and it doesn't even catch you feel the magic just dissipate around him. Bonus actions? No. No, okay. no. no. Fia, constitution saving throw. Okay. 19? Yep, you're fine. Okay, I'm going to go for hot again. Rapier, dire. With the Echo Knight. Yes. Nat 1 on the rapier. Okay. And 14 on the dagger. Okay, he's going to get an automatic attack. Yep. Uh, so the 14 on the dagger will hit. So for five damage on the dagger. Okay. Uh, that's an 11 to hit. No. Yeah, the Echo Knight slashes with the rapier, and when she does, Hod grabs and twists her arm almost like to break it off. Where he grabs, the smoke dissipates and her attack is deflected, and in that moment she shanks him in the belly yep. with the dagger. Um, AJ, you can see from where you are, kind of hidden behind the counter, Yes, you can see, you heard him approach. He's standing at the edge of the window, looking in. Okay. And can I see that... Sometimes I'm very upset with myself when I describe <laughs> something and then you respond so positively to work. <laughs> yes, go on. Can I see the weird green mist out in the battlefield? Yes, yeah. Can I see Morag and... Can see- you can see Morag, Dahlia and Hod, kind of Hod slightly covered by Fia's Echonite. Uh, you can see them still in it, but you see Dreyfus blocking the way. Even if it's not a straight shot, is there a clear path to Morag? Yeah, you can make a shot from here. Oh, no, sorry, I mean... Um, to, to run? Yeah, yeah. Uh, There isn't a clear... You'd have to go through Dreyfus. Yeah. 
Oh, sorry. Oh. To the cloud. Because Dreyfus is by the window. I'm just going to use the door. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry <laughs> that's not how you get in shops. You should, okay. Uh, I'm just the door where he's still at so a distance. You, you would have to take the dash action? Sure. You want to get to Morag? Yes. If you want to avoid the cloud, mm-hmm. you, there isn't because it's a 30-foot radius on this thing. Yeah. So you'd have to go around it. That's okay. That's all your movement yes. used. Yeah. And I'll use an action surge to take dash. Um, <laughs> I'm not looking for Morag. Morag at the start of the battle threw her bag down and the yes. things came out of it. I'm looking for the bag. Give me an investigation check. No, it's not. <laughs> Nine. It's that thing of as you start to get closer... You see that she is engulfed in the, this cloud of daggers and you're scanning all around her. There's so much happening, AJ. It, it's one of those things uh, that you're not quite certain. Bonus action? So I haven't taken my action yet. Ah, so, yeah. <laughs> I'll use my action to attack more actuals. And it does a 12, probably doesn't hit, but a 23 might. The 12 doesn't, but the 23 will. Then that is 2 plus 4, 6. Yeah, you take uh, another shot. Uh, again, it glances off of her uh, as it kind of breaks through the cloud of daggers and she's able to just kind of half swat it away. Uh, I'm so sorry. I didn't take a bonus action. I missed with one of those shots. So I'll curving shot to hot. Uh, natural 20. Oh! Uh, so that's... <laughs> just one plus your damage. Five plus eight. Thirteen. It's that thing, AJ, where you fire two shots. The first one flies loose. The second one glances off of Morag and you just catch the other arrow kind of half disappearing down the courtyard and you see Hod bear down on Fia. Echo Knight, but the Echo Knight is Fia and its hands come straight down on top of her and she brings her rapier up in defense and you concentrate on the arrow and you pull it straight back and you feel somebody whisper in your ear and a hand just touch your face. Family is more than blood. And the arrow strikes Hod straight in the centre of the head. And the nightmare bursts into dust. Uh, AJ's- that Hod would have been next. Oh no, Dreyfus is next. Yes. Uh, does a uh, 17 hit AJ? Hit me? Yes. The answer is yes. Okay. But I'm going to react and use shield again. Dreyfus turns and just, you all just hear, that was an order. And he kind of bounces on his feet, grabs a spear, and just chucks it across the courtyard. It spins through Dahlia's sickening radiance. And just as you turn to see it, AJ, it's that close to your face as you react with the magic, its instinct. And the shield, uh, the shield just envelops you, uh, and Dreyfus runs towards you. Ivan. How is Svalo looking? Svalo is looking... About average. Ivan, make a con save, please. Uh, no, that's 13. Take 20 radiant damage and one level of exhaustion. Uh, again, that pulsing light that you're in, that, that hue, it, your body, just you feel so sick. So, uh, yeah, two attacks again, 23 and 27. Both hit. Six and five is 11 plus another eight, that's 19. And then I'm going to burn two second level spell slots, so that's 6d8. So 27 plus 19. Yep. Ooh. And Radiant, obviously. Yep. And obviously. Yeah. obviously. And then for my bonus action, <laughs> I'm going to just cast Shield of Faith on myself, which gives me a plus two to my AC. Okay. This swallow is a shadow. It was a facade. 
something you took on to protect yourself, to allow yourself to do the things that you thought you had to do to get Hadana. And here and now, you see that girl making those same mistakes. Just rapier in hand, you find the Count off foot and you lunge forward and you just kind of bash him with your right hand as you slash the rapier with your left. It carves straight across his chest and you do not let up as you shove and stab and slash and shove and Svalo's movements are slow. You know every step he's going to take, every step he would take, and wherever he moves to evade, your rapier finds him. Just as he kind of stumbles out of the green light, his eyes lock on you. You could have had everything. And you see as the skin catches fire, and he burns from the inside out. Nightmares follow. That's all. And then I suppose... If I'm to try Did and... you piss on my ashes? Well, I, mean, I, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't have to move for that, so can I, like, move out of the cloud? Like, is, is it, it, yeah. am I able to do that? <laughs> Sorry, darling, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pop out of this. Yeah, I'm just gonna get this fucking... Ooh, it stinks oh. in here. Smoking, man. <laughs> Where he stood outside of it, you now stand. She's still in the cloud of daggers. Yep. And she's gonna, she's gonna, she's gonna have to move through it. So, yep. Roll for she's still wrapped up in his thing as well. Yeah. Ten. And seven. The daggers slice at her as she shoves through, and at the same time, the thorns that were spewing from the arrow still binding her slash and tighten. She pulls through. So she moves out of the cloud of daggers, and she lunges for you, AJ. That is a 24 to hit. That will hit. 16 slashing damage. She, her hand just goes straight up, hand bound by the thorns, and she brings it straight down on top of you. I don't care if we're family. Get out of my way. Come again? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And then like the voice before, it's like, blood and fat. What, what is everyone trying to tell me today? It's <laughs> really not happening. <laughs> Dahlia is going to hold her concentration on sickening radiance. She holds her hand up to her mouth, and you just see the thorns wrap, thorns that were there when she placed her hand into the, the burning flames and they spiral along her tips of her fingers and as she pulls her hand away just a cloud of gas just erupts from her mouth. Give me a con save. Am I close enough to Ivan to get that? S- no, he moved, no, he moved out. out. Fucking asshole. That's okay, I got a 24. The cloud of poisonous gas just rolls over you and you are able you just your hands up and out. It's burned away by your magic. And you see that she is hissing and spitting. She draws a sickle from her side and she moves towards you. It is your action, Vista. I won't fight you, Dahlia. I'm not doing it. I don't care. It's fine. Bring it. And I'm going to cast Witch Bolt at Morag. Uh, does... Oh, no, I lied. I was looking at the wrong one. Yeah, that's a D12. <laughs> Does 19 hit? Yeah, 19 hits. So that's 30, 42 damage. And I just scream at How her. How much? 42? 30. No, 42. Yeah, 42. <laughs> and I just scream at her, stop hurting my family. Yeah, Hephaestus, you, as you brought your hands up just to burn away Dahlia's magic, you throw them up over your head again and just lightning crackles. Uh, from your hands the energy splits and cracks through the air and it just envelops Morag and you see her whole body go taut 
and she drops to one knee. Every step of the way you have interfered and intervened. You are fleas. Asmodian will rise and burn this world. And she's foaming at the mouth, AJ. Her eyes locked on you. Bonus action, Sylvester. So for Witch Bolt, it's actually a concentration spell. Each turn, you can use your action to deal the damage again. Mm -hmm. If I use sorcery points, do I get to do that again? Or no, that would be for a different spell. To cast it again. Well, I wouldn't be casting again. I'd just be using the spell that is being concentrated on again. So probably technically no. I'm going, no, I'm going to allow it. Uh, 16, 21, 25 more damage. Eat shit and die, you fucking bitch. As the witchbold uh, and the energy just connects with her, you feel power rush through you. Seeing Morag's hold on all of this, you push. You find the energy from deep within you. You know who you are. You know what you have done. And you have come so far in trying to make it right and in trying to find who you are once again. And the magic forms at the edges of your fingertips and it just pulses out of you and you feel the mark on your back light up as the energy courses through Morag and she is torn into pieces and her form is just scattered into the wind. It is you, Dahlia, as Dreyfus's form just melts away. The four of you have kind of, not cornered her, but the four of you have kind of semicircled. And she stands there again, just Eldritch Magic at her hands. We're not here to hurt you, Dahlia. As she says that, I drop my rapier to the floor. I drop mine as well. I'm scanning for that bag. <laughs> it's around here somewhere. Where's that art? <laughs> <laughs> she is going to fire an Eldritch Blast at you, Professor. For an 18. I, yep. If I'm within 10 feet, I'm going to intercept that. Okay. Uh, uh, take 8 damage off of it. I rolled a 1. <laughs> <laughs> so the next time you do damage, you take 7 okay, off that. Okay, stacks like that, okay. Yeah. Pink and black flames at the edges of her hands. The Eldritch magic just warps off of her. And you now see that the thorns have kind of wrapped themselves around her neck. As the blast just cuts through the air, Ivan, you step in with your shield and you just it just bounces off. It hits a wall and just dissipates. So what? So you have this perfect little fucking family, Hephaestus, and I have nothing. I can't go home. I can't escape him. I start walking to her, slowly, hands up. Nobody said you have to do this alone. I sure as shit I'm not doing it with you. And she's going to fire another Eldritch Blast. For a 13. Meets it. Can I intercept? (laughs) That's eight. Uh, five is negated. Five? Damage is negated from that. So okay, yeah. So yeah. that's only six. Uh, yeah, Fia, your Echo Knight kind of steps in. It just blurs across. It takes the brunt of the, the magic. And we're just gonna, it just dissipates as it intercepts the Eldritch Blast. Some of the uh, whiplash, the energy that cuts through 
hits you, Vesta, and you feel it. It's, it's like getting punched in the chest. I'm not, I'm not going back. You, you can't make me go back out there. I have nothing. I have nobody, Hephaesta. You took everything and everyone from me. You did that. So now you stand here and what? You ask me to forgive you to forget what you've done and I say sure and I join your merry little band of morons. No. You be angry, you stay angry, you hate me, you do whatever you have to do. But you you don't have to Fight suffer. me. Fight me, Hephaestus. Uh, and, okay. Fuck, and that one. The magic comes up and you see Eldritch energy kind of forming around the tips of her hands again. And she just starts crying. I, I do actually just kind of swoop in and... Don't touch me. Get off me. I'll let go if you really want me to. And I just squeeze her a little bit tighter. Why wasn't I enough? Why couldn't you love me? I'm too damaged to love anyone, Dahlia. You couldn't fix me. You can't fix me. You don't need to fix me. I don't want to fix you. I love you for who you are. And that's why you deserve better. I can't do this to you anymore. You have to move on without me. Because there is some part of me that loves you, but this is never going to work, and this is never going to be okay, and I am always going to hurt you, and you don't deserve that. Get out. I'm not leaving you in here alone. Get out. I just lock my arms behind her. And as you wrap her in a hug, the rest of you see that from her hands, energy starts to coalesce, and... Between you and Tefesta, there's just a rip near. And you can see the hospital room. You can see the bed. There's people in there. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of people in the room. And they're talking and they're, they're trying to assess you all. Take Tefesta and go before I change my mind. I reach out and I grab Hephaestus. I'm I'm sorry, but I won't go. Not without you. You need to trust us. I too was affected by Osmodius. I too was trapped by his power. But I escaped. It's too late. And her eyes turn black. Go. I won't let go. I pull Hephaestus. Uh, give me uh, a legs check, and if you're holding on, so you have to assist. It's cut. Athletics as well, athletics or well. strength? Yeah, athletics as well. Eleven. Nine. <laughs> yeah, Fia is pulling on you, but you won't let go. Dahlia is pulling at you. She's trying to pull your hands free from her. I don't have time. He is coming. Hephaestus, she's trying to save you right now. And who's going to save her, Fia? Her whole body goes tight. 
no one. And her eyes lock on you, Hephaestus. And Ivan, you feel Asmodian's presence. We have to go, Heavy. Let her go. Ivan, help me. I grab onto Hephaestus. You can roll uh, with advantage. Eighteen. Five. Scrambling to hold on as you feel Ivan and Fia just pull at you. They tear you from her. And you just see a smile on Dahlia's face, Hephaestus, as you are pulled through the dimension. I'm kicking and screaming and reaching for her. There's a flash of light. And for a moment, AJ, Fia, Ivan, as you find yourselves just kind of darting away from like <gasps> a gasp of air, and you see Sebastian and Marigold, that doctor from earlier on, a handful of attendants, all kind of like shocked, three of you suddenly awakening. Hephaestus, you are in your apartment. It's empty. And there's a small heart-shaped frame on your bedside locker. Unfinished. And broken. And you snap awake. Okay, um, this has never happened in the Temple of Nan before. Uh, everybody just take a step back. Uh, give her some room. I'm going to perform some CPR. No, she's conscious. No, you don't do that when they're <laughs> conscious. You can breathe. You're breathing. You're with us? Uh, yes, yes, yes. And I just kind of shove her out of the way and stumble out of the oh bed. Oh my god, and rude. Towards, I was trying to help. Towards Dahlia's bed. Dahlia is lying there motionless. Grab her hand, grab her shoulder, kind of shake her, just, just trying to get something out of okay, her. Okay, we're going to have to get her back into bed. Miss, would you please leave the other patient alone? You have to help her. Somebody has to help her. We can't just let her suffer in there alone. Somebody has to... AJ, please, you... you Fia, somebody has to help her. I am so sorry to cut across all of this. And Marigold will just... <clears throat> Hephaestus, are you okay? I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. I don't care. I, please. Uh, um, could we clear the room, please? Doctor Pon kind of like curtsy bows, uh, and the attendants all kind of shuffle out, uh, and the four of you, Marigold and Sebastian, are left. Hephaestus, this was. Before the others arrived, uh, an attendant, and she just hands you a piece of paper. It's sealed. What is this? It was found in your hand in the hospital. You need to rest. There are things that we must discuss. The situation has developed a little bit more rapidly. A crowd has gathered outside the temple. You can imagine the situation that we all find ourselves in. Word has got out that the heroes of Tezrab, Littlehorn, and Warmnook are in the temple. The situation can wait. Uh, there's a little event that we're planning. Of course, all of you will have to attend. Um, we can discuss it 
once you are arrested, Hephaestus, I, I really do not wish to intrude any further. Sebastian, we should have a carriage called. And she kind of looks at Dahlia in the bed. She was a friend of yours. Yeah. I promise you. We'll take care of her. And she kind of flits and her dress spins with her. The four of you are in the room. I'm just sitting on the bed staring at Dahlia. Ivan, isn't something Hadana can do? Is there, please, anything? I I don't know. She, she was there the, 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 when the hag attacked us and, and she... She, she didn't do anything, Ivan. She she let this happen. What is the point of her? We are the ones working through Hadon as well. If anything must be done, we must be the ones to action it. Her will is fucking stupid. There's a little knock. I'm so sorry. And Marigold kind of reappears, just kind of popping around the door. That little crowd? We're going to have to move the four of you from the temple. Room will be provided for you in the palace. If you, would you please help? Fia, could you please help? Fast to gather her belongings. Yeah, yeah. We, we got them, we got them all uh, already. I have them here, the piercings, I found oh, them. Yeah. I got them. Yeah. Yeah, sickle. We have everything. Yeah, I got them. What about Dahlia? And Marigold takes your hand. We will spare no expense to keep her safe have to. You have to. Somebody has to. And she kind of guides you out of the room and just that like gentle hold on your hand and just kind of a little pat. Is there anything anybody would like to do at this point? I'd uh, like to take a couple of crumbs out of my pocket and try to find a corner of the room and kind of scatter them and say a little prayer to Chaff, the god who finds lost things. Take an inspiration. Oh, <laughs> oh fucking note taker. <laughs> AJ, as you leave the room, you feel you're not quite certain. There's a pain in your lower back. <laughs> But you can't concentrate on it right now, you can't fixate on it. And you kind of whisper the prayer and you leave. And as we watch the four of you secreted into a carriage that cuts down through every side street, we linger in room one in the ICU. Dahlia, alone. And just a single tear falls from her face. And we'll leave the episode there. You've been listening to Romancing the Dungeon with Amber, Sam, Louise, Ben and me, Declan. Your dungeon master, that hasn't changed, I'm still here and they can't get rid of me. As always, a big thank you to Ghost of Red Mountain for our theme song Haunted. Title card artwork is by Ralph is Redacted. 
couple of bits and pieces to just quickly get off my chest big thank you to louise and ben louise for editing this episode and ben for helping out with some re-recording that we needed to do really really appreciate it folks and you played an absolute blinder and really really thank you I want to again remind you of the upcoming Kickstarter from some new friends of ours. Dungeons and Naggins is an Irish comedy board game that incorporates drinking for two to six players. It looks absolutely adorable. We've got our hands on an early copy. You can check out our social media for some thoughts on what we'll be doing very, very soon. So for more information on that Kickstarter and to check out all things Dungeons and Naggins, do visit dungeonsandnaggins.com. You can find us on social media at D8Dungeon. We would love for you to check out our new polls and questions if you're listening to us on Spotify. As always, we'd be really, really grateful if you could give us a review. Five stars, maybe, possibly. Thank you. But wherever you're listening to us, if you could drop us a very, very, very quick review, even just the rating would be lovely. It really helps us reach new audiences. Want to get involved in the show? Want to chat with us? Want to see what we're working on? Want to meet other theaters then come check out our discord you can find a link to it over on our x twitter profile another new episode drops in two weeks time and we're so close to the finale i promise it's 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 there we haven't recorded but it's there we will see you then mind yourself <laughs> I like to think as Ajalius bent down to put the crumbs on the floor, like his top just rode up, and we were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it meant like his pants split. Yeah, that too. Yeah, little heart shaped underwear. <laughs> you got ass marks too. <laughs> Is there